0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 AM Please visit kpulpit.co.za Good afternoon family and friends And thank you for joining me this afternoon on Radio K Pulpit And wow, was that not a beautiful piece of music By Amenese and Dino Fusion Amanda it was absolutely magnificent, but we just want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. We've got an incredible guest with us this afternoon, and it is Pastor George Olu, and he's an author, a fellow, and co-presenter, and contributor to Radio Cape Pulpit, and he's a husband to Tolu, and three beautiful children, and he has got a, such a wonderful message for us today, is how to live in perfect peace in these perilous times. Mm. And we are seriously needing a lot of input. Um, You know, I really try and bring on my program just that, let us just know how to live in these times. And it's been such a painful time for all of us um, and such a difficult year for all of us, not knowing what's happening by the minute. But we're gonna, uh, thank you so much for joining us, Pastor Olu.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm really, grateful.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> but first of all, we're going to listen to Better Than a Hallelujah, Amen. Amy Grant. And we are just going to have such an amazing time. You're listening to RISE on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Good afternoon and welcome back uh, to my program called RISE. I'm uh, with Renate And we've got an incredible... I'm so privileged to have you here today, Pastor George. The and honor is all mine, <laughs> right? The honor is all mine. And I'm just, no, it's just <laughs> going to be so fabulous. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we really are living in difficult times. And as you know, this is the program where we give, try and give you hope. And wisdom and guidance and knowledge when real life happens. And a lot of real life has been happening this year. Yeah. And uh, so we discuss relevant and sometimes issues that we don't always cover. And, uh, you know, this year has truly been a difficult year for all of us. Mm. So, you know, you've written this amazing book. You know, I just want us, but we've got a lovely, I just want to give you this first of all. Um, at the end of the program, you welcome to WhatsApp Us on our WhatsApp number 081 729 1657 or SMS us on 37988 and our Telegram number is the same as our WhatsApp number 081 729 1657 and we've got a lovely ebook uh, giveaway this uh, from of pastor Tulu and uh, of pastor Olu um we have going to but you need to listen clearly I have a scripture that I've got. I'm going to mention it in each session, uh, so just keep your ears posted, and uh, then you just WhatsApp that uh, answer of this where the scripture comes from, and I think it's in perfectly in line with what we are going to talk about today. Our topic is living in perfect peace in these perilous times, and uh, the, the scripture is Jude one, verse two, mercy peace and love be yours in abundance and that is the promise from the lord so even in these tough times that promise does not go away and we need to believe and trust in it at this time and really be the light and receive that mercy that peace and that love in abundance from our lord jesus christ so uh pastor uh all you've written this uh, Incredible book. I mean, wow, it is such a, got such a beautiful name. It mm. says, Jesus, our magnificent obsession. Mm. And that is where we need to be right now. Yes. So please share with us what was your take on, you know, for the reason for that book.
1: Well, thank you so much again for having me. I'm really the one honored to be here. And hello, saints, pilgrims, and patriots of this heavenly kingdom. It's a joy to be with you today. Now when you spoke about living in peace and read that scripture, another scripture immediately popped up in my heart and I'd like to share that. As I peace. began to talk begin to talk about the book, it's Isaiah chapter 26 from verse 3. In the King James version it says, "Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth or trusts." in thee. Verse 4 Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Amen. Now the book is titled Jesus Our Magnificent Obsession. Um, The key to perfect peace is our minds being stayed on him. Being focused on him. I say being consumed by him. Being obsessed totally immersed there is massive attack massive information overload everywhere we turn our phones are sending messages beeps many whatsapp groups messages every other second of the day television the internet billboards on the street you know i heard many years ago when the printing press was invented within a hundred years people began to complain about information overload just 200 years I wonder what they will say now. Because now we do business at the speed of thought. You know, so our minds must be completely stayed on Christ or we're not going to make it. The truth of the matter is the storm is real. The waves of the ocean is real. The danger is real. But Jesus is walking on that water and he is more real. He created the water. He controls the weather. He controls the climate. And as long as Peter had his eyes on Jesus, he didn't sink. Jesus said, walk, come to me. Peter actually challenged him. Lord, if it be you, ask me to come. And the Lord says, come. And Peter placed his eyes on Jesus and walked literally on those words, come. But then he got sidetracked. And then the moment his eyes went off of Jesus, he began to sink. But I'm glad to let you know this afternoon that is not the end of the story. The Bible says Jesus stretched forth his hand and pulled him and immediately they were at the shore. So even when your faith falters, Jesus will pull you up. Because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, that Jesus is able to save us to the uttermost. His salvation has no limits. His salvation is far-reaching. Why? Because he leaves right now to make intercession before the Father for us. I believe with all my heart I was born to write this book. I believe is the reason why I went through everything I've been through. It is actually based on my story, the story of my life. It proves the reality of this scripture that fills me with dread. I was still thinking about this scripture this morning. Mm-hmm. It is a scripture where Jesus said, many will come to me in that day and they will give me their credentials. They'll give me their CV. We preach the gospel. We cast out devils. One translation says, we bashed demons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We did mighty things. Another translation says, our God-sponsored projects had everyone talking. These guys had notoriety these guys had results they had visibility they had name recognition they prophesied they cast out devils miracles happened by their hands but when they stand before the messiah he will say this abominable this 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 incredible words i never knew you depart from me you workers of lawlessness He didn't say, I don't know you. I never knew you. One translation says, you only used me to make yourself famous. You used me to make yourself important. You married, me. Yes, you've got the certificate, but we never consummated the marriage because it was never about love. It was about what I could do for you. You heard that I was a miracle worker. And you wanted miracles. You heard that I answer prayers. And you wanted prayers answered. You heard that if you gave money to me, to my kingdom, through Radio Pulpit and other kingdom avenues, I will bless you. And you wanted that blessing. You heard that I was a breaker of curses and one that confers the blessings. And you wanted the blessing. It's like a woman who married for money. I never knew you. You only used me. To make yourself important. A few years ago, I found myself in that position. I was a pastor of a thriving church. As a matter of fact, I was the first Nigerian or the first non-white South African who now is also a foreigner to start a church in that part of town. And the church will survive. And the church survived. We began to grow in numbers. We began to grow in finances. And then God sends me a gentleman by the name of Professor Moses Maduga. I consider him an intercontinental apostle. And he began to talk about the fire of the Holy Spirit. Now, where I come from, every time they talk about the fire of God, it's always in judgment against witches and wizards and bad people. But he began to talk about the fire of God, the passion of God, passion for Jesus, passion for the Holy Spirit, passion for revival, passion for the move of his Spirit. And a fire kindled in my spirit. I was stretched. I was so stretched beyond my elastic limit. Mm. After that meeting, I just couldn't return to the way things used to be. At this time, I prayed in the beginning of, of that church, Lord, send me prostitutes. Send me the drug dealers and the drug users. Send me the bad, the worst people in society. But when they come, I want them to be transformed god answered that prayer he sent me drug dealers fraudsters internet scammers prostitutes and pimps but the problem was they were not being confronted with the reality of the gospel Mm. they were putting down plenty of money and they were being prayed for being being prophesied over that their finances will increase that they would do better and then they, they actually began to do better and so when the fire of God began to burn in my heart, I realized as a preacher, I was a fraud. I was a backsliding preacher. I didn't know it. Mm. From the pulpit, I would even Quite preach. Cattle, eh? I'll preach against it. I'll preach against criminality. I'll... But when a 25-year-old man brings me 45,000 rands in cash, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a visible business. He sleeps in the daytime. He works at night on his computer looking for scams. I will take it and I will bless him. And I will pray for increase. And I will pray that the windows of heaven will open. And strangely, he'll show up the following week or the following month with more money. money. (laughs) He'll buy a bigger car, a bigger house. Mm -hmm. But when this fire of God burned in my heart, I couldn't judge anybody else. I had to bring Olu George under the scrutiny of God's pure light. And I was found wanting. I made a decision, a quality and costly decision. At this time my son was about to go to university to study one of the most expensive courses engineering roughly 100000 a year I was making this decision, but God got a hold of my heart. The scriptures had enslaved my conscience. I couldn't help myself. I was willing to die physically in defense of the truth of the gospel. And I made it clear. And all the big money guys who were crooks and criminals, who didn't have any interest in serving God or loving Jesus, they just wanted to use God, they gave to the church, and the church prayed, and they got my money. Even Mm -hmm. though it was through criminality, they all left. We lost everything. We lost our venues. We lost numbers. And for five or seven years, we were losing constantly. Mm -hmm. And that was the reason why this book was written. It was born out of the experiences. Mm -hmm. But what has God done? God killed that church and that ministry. And he has now birthed a brand new ministry. He opened the door on this radio station as a consequence of that obedience. And God has now opened the door to so many hearts across Mm -hmm. our beautiful country. As a matter of fact, when we started that church, it was a multinational, multiracial church. We had Indians, we had blacks, we had colored people, we had black Africans from all over Africa. And it became a purely Nigerian African church. All that has changed. My biggest partners now are white Afrikaners in our country. Yes. And our church is again becoming a multiracial, multicolored church. Mm, a church beautiful. that Jesus will be proud to be part of. Mm. The Lord showed me three things. Everywhere in nature, we see a trinity. We look at time, we see a trinity in time. It's past, present, future. We look at matter, we see a trinity there. It's liquid, it's solid, is gas. Everywhere we look, we look at the Godhead. Is the Father, is the Son, is the Holy Spirit. We look at the temple, the tabernacle of Moses. It is the altar court, the holy place and the most holy place. Everywhere we look in scripture and in nature, we see a trinity. Hosea chapter 6. After 2 days he will revive us, and on the 3rd day he will lift us up that we may dwell in his presence. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, for his coming is as sure as the sun. And the Lord now showed me also that one day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. So it means after two days he will revive us, on the third day he will lift us up. It means that the church is on the third day, because Jesus has come and gone for 2,000 years. We are now in the third thousandth year. And that is the day of a third day. And the Lord said this to me, the majority of my people, they seek me on three levels. Level one, the level of principles. That is the outer court level. It has the past. The principles of Jesus are powerful. As a matter of fact, civilization is built on the principles of Jesus. Civilization is built, for example, on the printing press. The printing press was invented to print Bibles and Christian literature. The principles of Jesus produce prosperity, produce great marriages, builds great businesses, produces great careers. If you follow the principles of Jesus, you will be successful on earth, Mm, mm. but you may not be successful in heaven. It is possible to embrace the principles of Jesus, but not the presence of Jesus. The principles will inform you. The principles will empower you, but the presence of Jesus is what transforms. So all of us, must make a transition from just principle-centered Christians to become presence-focused believers. Because it is in his presence that we are truly changed and truly transformed. In his presence is the fullness of joy at his right hand pleasures forevermore. Massive churches have been built on principles. That is why churches are everywhere churches are growing larger than they've ever been but there's no transformation in society because yes. everything is based on principles mm. very few people know the presence of God but there's something even more important than the presence of God or presence of Christ it is the person of Christ yes it is pursuing Christ for the sake of Christ not for the sake of salvation even not for the sake of healing not for the sake of answer prayer not for the sake of heaven but pursuing christ for the sake of christ buying into what he likes what he dislikes his pleasure his pain being sold out to his agenda being completely owned by him where his wishes are your command so the the books uh, um um, jesus are magnificent obsession Tells that story story. and then follows up with teaching and helps people to transition from principles to presence, but finally,
0: transformation
1: to the person of Christ, the most holy person.
0: Incredible, incredible. That is such an incredible journey that we need to take, and it's so necessary, but we need to get that revelation. Yes. But we're going to listen to The Table by Chris Tomlin, and then we're going to continue with all the other questions that we have pertaining to this time that yeah. we are in. And you, you've just covered almost everything that we could possibly want to know about the person of Jesus. Yeah. So Pastor Ordu, we are going to join you straight after Chris Tomlin, The Table. Amen.
1: I'm invited to the table of the Lord. He says... Come just as you are,
0: to his table. Good afternoon, precious, beautiful family. Thank you for joining me this afternoon, Renette Marburg on 7 to 9 AM. And we have Pastor George Olu in our uh, studios with me today. And we are covering a beautiful topic Excuse me about that. That was not meant to happen. <laughs> Excuse me. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen, huh? Hey? Yes. And um, life. But, uh, life. Real life happens sometimes. <laughs> so we just want to, uh, you know, we're we really wanting to find our way. It's been a busy, hectic, difficult year for all of us. Uh, don't think wherever you've been, uh, every family has been touched mm. by this year, and uh covid nineteen um I don't want to give it much ox- oxygen, but mm. we know that it's it's got its effects and uh so uh, pastor Olu, you've really um your wife wrote this beautiful book yeah. about parenting, and you know the holidays are coming up. And uh, her name is Pastor She's just amazing. Mm. I've had her on my program before. So please, I just want to also encourage you. Um, we've got a, a beautiful free ebook giveaway at the end of my program. Um, so we just want to encourage you to please listen. We have, a, you need to repeat this uh, scripture. You don't have to do the whole verse, just where it comes from. It's from Jude 1, verse 2. It says, Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. And our topic is living in perfect peace in these perilous times. So I want you to please remember that scripture. Um, At the end of the day, at the end of the program, you can just WhatsApp us on 081729 or 1657 and then SMS us on 37988 and then telegram us on the same number as our WhatsApp number 081 729 And the reason why we're doing it that way is that uh, you may choose one of the books that we are discussing today. i in each of my sessions, so just uh, keep keep your ears posted. And at the end of the program, we apostle. Um, Ola will just give us a quick rundown of uh, other ways of getting the book as well. Mm. But in the meantime, we are going to just continue with the interview. Um, you know, we're going through parenting issues at this time. Yeah. It's up and down, on and off, children of losing hope. Mm. Suicide has really, amongst the youngsters, yes. has escalated. Uh, so what is it that you are wanting to achieve with this parenting book?
1: Well, um, we were already in trouble. The Christian family or the family has already been in trouble long before 2020. Um, And like I, I like to say this a bit, we go to school, we go to trainings to learn to be doctors and attorneys and business consultants and project managers and pharmacists and mechanics and even drivers. We go to driving school. But the most important things in life, we don't Train for. We don't train how to be a good wife, or be a good husband, a good provider. We don't train how to be a friend, how to be a good sister, a great sister. And we don't train on how to be parents. We just, you know, trial and error, guesswork. Many people just reproduce what their parents did mm-hmm. uh, to terrible results. And some do the exact opposite. If their parents were strict, strict they were loose. And you know, just anything goes. And if they were raised in a permissive environment, then they became overwhelmingly overbearing and difficult and, you know, always punishing in the name of uh, of discipline. So what this book seeks to do is to equip parents, especially parents of young children. But even older, older uh, parents with older children can also learn from the experience of Mrs. George. I call her Mrs. George, my wife. And I think she knows a thing or two about raising children. She's raised three adult, well-adjusted, responsible children. I remember when our kids were in primary school and high school, when it was parent-teacher day, all the teachers had to say was, how did you raise these children? They had no problems. So I believe that um, she knows a bit about how to raise children. And she was a disciplinarian in the house. I was a nice guy. And I thought the kids would love me more. But the kids give all the credit of their success to their mother. I also would like to read uh, an endorsement from one or two people who've read this book. Um, Lumka from Cape Town says, This book is clearly written, direct, and concise. I will say this is an articulate version. Of stuff we might know in our minds, but that we may not take time to either bring to our consciousness or practice regularly. Ronke from Florida, USA says, I recommend this book to anyone who has kids or is in regular contact with kids. Even if your kids are young adults, I feel there is still something positive one can impart to older children. I think this would be a great add-on gift for baby showers or to new parents. Remy Morgan, one of the biggest importers of Bibles in Nigeria, says, this reads so well and content is so relevant and practical. Well done. I believe this book will supercharge your parenting. I believe that children will thank God for the day their parent read this book. So, um, Mrs. George writes from experience. All our books are written from experience. The things that she's learned, and I'm sure some of the mistakes that she's made, yes. so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Fools learn from their own mistakes. They insist on learning from their own mistakes. So we are we're believing that um, people's idea of parenting will change. You know, we were not first of all we we're not prepared for parenting, and then we were not prepared for 2020. So it's a double barrel attack, and the biggest victims are the children. I mean, like you said, Mm. the rate of suicide, the age of suicide, is dropping now. I'm sure five-year-olds, eight-year-olds.
0: Eight-year-olds.
1: Eight-year-olds. The attack is not even just uh, psychological. There's massive release of demonic forces Mm. from hell. Because the enemy knows that the age of grace is about to end. The age of the church is about to end. Mm. You know? The Lord is about to return, and he's desperate. So, let's get this book. Give it as a gift. I mean, you can give someone a, a ring, a car, a house, a vacation, a meal this Christmas. All those things will wear out. They will lose lose the appeal. They will lose the novelty in a day, in a month, in a week. But this book, being an interpretation of God's mind on parenting, Will be a gift that keeps giving and keeps giving.
0: Keeps giving, generation to generation. Yes. What I appreciated <clears throat> about the the book is where, uh, Prossatolus mentioned the fact that um, whatever you did, as uh, as in David, moderation. In, in moderation. Yes. Your ne- the next generation does it in excess. Excess. And the same thing happened with David yes. in his days. Yes. And uh, so. It just goes from one thing to the other. So yes. you think what you're doing today yes. actually is okay and it's forgivable and it won't go notice mm. and anything. And, but when your next generation comes yes. and your children come and these children come, mm. you start seeing the effect of the choices and decisions you made. So this is so vital yeah. to under, get that understanding. Yes. So that was the, the part that hit me the most because I <laughs> believe me, I'm eating some fruits of those decisions. Because
1: children really don't listen to what mm-hmm. you say. They, li- they, they learn from what you do. You're mo- you model for them. Let me say this. When I made the decision I made about going full gospel obsession with Jesus, my son later said publicly that if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't made that decision, he would be an atheist today. Wow. And he may, he said something else. I know many pastor's kids. They are not Christians. They may go to church to keep up appearances. But they afraid. don't believe in the gospel because they saw daddy's hypocrisy. Mm. Because at that time, my son was already being groomed. Boys in church were calling him and saying, listen, you've got to hustle. You, this is what we do. We don't just get all these cars and all this money that we give to your father's church. By you know, They were starting to groom him. Mm. So children don't listen to what you say. That's why they can't stand hypocrisy. That's why kids will ask their preacher dads, for example, Dad, that thing you said in church today, was that preaching or did you really believe that? Because I'm sure they've looked and they can't see the consistency. So it's important to learn how to be a parent. It's more important than being a doctor. Because at the end of the day, kids don't wish they had more money. They don't wish their parents were more important in society. They don't wish that their parents were more successful. They wish their parents had more time. Sure. They wish that they had better relationships with their mm. parents. And even parents, when you when you lay on that dying bed, you're not going to be thinking about your Mercedes Benzes and Rolls Royces and all the companies you built. You'll be thinking about the quality decisions that you made. Mm. So make a quality decision today about your parenting.
0: And that is what we have really got to take notice of. You know, um, I often have spoken about this. It's, it's not what we have done. It's what we haven't done mm. uh, that the Lord is really going to ask us yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And uh, that is what I'm so fearful of. is yeah. what I haven't done. Um, as a parent yeah. and uh, yes, we make our mistakes and we've done our things, but it's what we don't do. Mm. That really counts at the end of the day. Yeah. So we're just going to continue with um, you, the reason with you Brits, but we've got some more to talk about at the end. I think this is, well, I can't wait to get to that session. <laughs> it's going to be so powerful. Can I just so, say this quickly? Mm.
1: Thankfully there is redemption Thank you, Lord. For all our mistakes, there is redemption. I'm grateful for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, but We'll join you quickly after this. Um, We have got You, the Reason by Johan Brits, one of my favorite, favorite um, artists, uh, local artists. And let us enjoy this. Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM with Renette Myberg, finding God's truth for the way forward together. Yes, we're in our last stretch of this program, and uh, I just want to encourage you, thank you for joining me this afternoon. We have Pastor Olu, who's uh, George, uh, in the studio with us, and he is talking about living in perfect peace in these perilous times. Mm. And you've written a book about stressless, yes. and that I think we all need to hear about. <laughs> 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 so please, I am not even start. You just tell us what what led you to this amazing book
1: okay before i do that would you allow me to just read a few endorsements of the book can i do that quickly saffron lee fowler writes pastor lu's writing is intense it's solid pure cuts to the soul and spirit as a hot knife cuts through butter it is passionate it's humble it's respectful it's seasoned accurate holds you accountable motivates you to seek the purity of the most high god it is a kingdom focused life-changing book um, Sharon Smith from Johannesburg writes Every page of this book delivers a message That is much needed in our times Spiritually uplifting and inspiring Thank you for writing this book Brother Dave Heal from South Carolina USA writes I have just finished reading your book It was outstanding Sydney Sonny from London UK says Holy George's book takes us back to the fundamentals Of the faith in this chaotic world Let me ask a question Can you imagine living the last two years with zero fear, Mm. zero fear of death, zero fear of a virus, zero fear of falling sick. I lost income in COVID era. I lost two incomes. Can you imagine going to sleep at night in peace, though your bills are not getting paid? Can you imagine having no issues of insecurity, insecurity, of doubt, of anxiety, just happy in God. Do you feel pressure? Yes, you feel pressure, but you are not tormented by fear. That is my experience. I have lived this way for over 25 years because I had an encounter with Matthew 11, 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, Learn of me and you shall find rest for your soul. A rest that the world cannot give or take away. A rest that allows you to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. I'm talking about supernatural peace. A peace that laughs in the face of death. A peace that worships God in the face of loss and destruction nothing on earth can give it to you nothing on earth can take it away from you and because the lord himself taught me this piece and imparted it to me i'm able to teach you and impart it to you the spirit of god that is in me breathes through this book and a friend of mine read this book 25 years ago and when she went back to work after reading the book People were asking her, what happened to you? I am not trying to promote a book. I will give this book away for free if I could. I've asked the Lord to help me give away millions of books. I would love to give it away in prisons, in schools, in very, very poor areas. Let me read one scripture and I will give you how to get the book. The same Matthew 11, to 30 in the message. Are you tired? Worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you learn to live freely. First of all, God speaks to you when you're quiet. God fights for you. When you are at rest, in returning and rest shall you be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Mm -hmm. Now, what we are doing today is we are offering three e-books for less than the cost of one. Now, if you would give a minimum gift of 150 rand, you could do more. But if you could do a minimum gift of 150 rand to my wife and I, our ministry, to help us stay... uh, Preaching the gospel, preaching mm-hmm. on the internet, preaching on radio, etc. If you want to sponsor our voice across the world with yes. a minimum gift of 150 rand, mm-hmm. we will immediately rush you two ebooks. Now, the Jesus book is actually in the process of being completed as we speak, mm-hmm. but the other two books are ready to go today. So, if you will give us a minimum gift of 150, you will get two ebooks today and in the next month or next few weeks you will get access to the third ebook
0: fantastic but if how, you are how do they do that
1: if you are old school and you want a physically printed book that you can hold and feel then we are asking you for 450 if you will give a minimum gift of 450 you can have three books but that will only be end of january how can you do this send a whatsapp inquiry to 081300 Double six double three, oh eight one three hundred double six double three, and just ask about this product. We'll send you a link. You click on that link, it will take you to a page where you can make this donation, and you'll be granted access to two ebooks today and the final one in a couple of weeks from now.
0: Fantastic! Well, that is a wonderful way of getting this book. Please go and read it. I'm. I have learned so much from it myself, and it's really navigated some tough stuff that I've gone through this year. And I have keep getting into that uh, state of mind, and it is the most wonderful place to be. Amen. So, um, Pastor Olo, thank you so much for joining us today. The pleasure I, I was all mine. Definitely want to have more. <laughs> I wish I had more time with yeah. you today, but uh, we are giving an e-book away today, uh, and you need to answer the scripture that I read. Uh, Jude 1 verse 2 mercy peace and love be yours in abundance Amen. and uh, you can contact us on 081-729-1657 and then sms us on 37988 our telegram number is 81 and you will c- you'll be able to read the ebook online so we just want to say thank you for joining us this afternoon stick to the rules be safe holidays are coming and please look after yourselves in this time and just let us look forward to spending time with our families and our friends and let us do it in a wonderful wonderful loving caring way as we go ahead into the new th- new season that we are in. So just thank you for joining me and we are going to be having uh, Gilmer as standard with us now with the news. So goodbye. See you next week. Same time, same place. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.